In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Y'all are about to get a lot of my voice. (laughs) Uh, The other night at Theology on Tap, Father Chase alluded, alluded to the tension, and I might add the emotional whiplash that is Palm Sunday. We begin with Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, where people have gathered around him, spreading their cloaks to pave his path, and shouting, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Shouts which echo the multitude of heavenly hosts who appeared to the shepherds, keeping watch over their flocks by night, approximately 33 years before. For those gathered in Jerusalem, Jesus' entry signified a new kind of world order, a new kind of kingdom, a new kind of peace that was and is in direct contrast to the order, kingdom, and peace of the Roman Empire and of the world. While a Roman official would have entered Jerusalem with banners, a military parade, and quite a fanfare, Jesus enters Jerusalem riding on a lowly donkey, surrounded by cloaks and palm branches. And because of this, his entry sets up an important dichotomy. One commentator calls it a clash between Pax Romana and Pax Christi, the peace of Rome versus the peace of Christ. You see, while peace in the Roman Empire was created through fear and military might and hierarchy, which left many destitute and oppressed, the peace of Christ was and is created and sustained through love, acceptance, compassion, sacrifice, understanding, and support for all people. Another commentator writes, Caesar's kingdom is based on domination and ruthless power, the kind of kingship Jesus refused when tempted in the wilderness. The kingdom of God, Jesus preached, is based on justice, mercy, and the love of God. It is no wonder then that those who were in positions of power that first Palm Sunday all those years ago felt quite a bit nervous about Jesus' influence and his message. And therefore, it should come as no surprise to us that we cannot linger in the place of peace, the place of triumph and hope. Rather, we hear what comes next. Jesus' last supper with his friends, his friends squabble about who is the greatest, Judas's betrayal, Peter's denial, the soldiers' insults, mockings, and beatings, and ultimately we hear of Jesus' crucifixion and burial. What began in triumph and hope seemingly ends in tragedy and heartbreak, and we experience all of that here today. When I was trying to figure out what I was going to preach on this morning, One of the commentators I read recommended that the preacher make a choice between preaching the palms or preaching the passion. 
because they offer two very different worshiping experiences. And while I don't disagree, I think that these readings taken together offer us a liturgical and worship experience which mirrors our own experience as dual citizens of the kingdom of God and of the 21st century world in Decatur, Alabama. In other words, these readings point to the reality that we know what it is to come into this building and and into this community and be immersed in the hope and abundance and grace and love and triumph of God. And we know what it is to walk out of this building and into a world where hope and grace and love are in short demand. We know what it is to live out of the truth that we are redeemed and forgiven and made whole, while we are also confronted with the reality and consequence of sin and brokenness. We know what it is to live out of the belief that Christ has and will continue to reconcile all things to God and usher in the kingdom of God. And we know what it is to live in a world that resembles that of the psalmist, a world where we feel as if we are in trouble, where our eyes and throats and bellies are consumed with sorrow and our lives are wasted with grief. We know what it is to process from triumph to seeming tragedy, from hope to seeming despair. We know this procession because we live it. We live it every single day. And we live it because while we are citizens of a holy kingdom where Christ's peace reigns supreme, that kingdom is not fully here just yet. We live this procession because we live in the in-between, in the in-between of triumph and tragedy, between Pax Christi and Pax Romana. But in this in-between, we know and cling to another truth, the truth that Christ still is among us and is still working in our midst. That is, we know that the same Jesus who processed through those streets of Jerusalem on a lowly donkey is the one who still processes through the brokenness of our world, paving paths of peace and awakening hope with each step. We know that the Jesus who healed the ear of a slave who was with a horde of people sent to arrest him is the same one who heals us from brokenness and sin and death. We know that the Jesus who prayed for his executioners to be forgiven is the same one who forgives and redeems each and every single one of us every day. We know that the Jesus who flipped the tables in the temple is the same one who is flipping and redeeming our hearts and our world. And we know that the Jesus who processed from triumph to his own tragedy is the same one who walks that journey from triumph to tragedy and back again with us every day. 
And so as we live this Holy Week between the triumph of Palm Sunday and the tragedy of Good Friday, let us bend our knees in awe and praise of the one who rode through the streets of Jerusalem in triumph on a donkey, only to give his very life for all people in all times and in all places. As we await and expect his presence among us, let us prepare a path for him into our lives by laying down before him all that we have, even our very selves, just like our ancestors did all those years ago with their cloaks. As we journey further away from the triumph and closer to the tragedy, let us choose to pursue Pax Christi rather than Pax Romana. That is, let us pursue the peace of Christ rather than the peace the world claims to give. Then, even, with the, even when the voices of darkness threaten to prevail, we can stand like the prophet Isaiah did all those years ago in the knowledge and trust that the Lord is with us standing by us as our helper and our defender, offering hope, forgiveness, healing, and peace. We, the people of the in-between, can take heart that no matter what happens to us or to our world, no matter how hard or difficult or broken our world or our lives may become, no matter how tragic the situation, God will always be with us, and the love and peace of Christ will always reign supreme, binding up the brokenhearted, setting the oppressed free, forgiving the unforgivable, lifting up the lowly, and restoring what was once lost. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Amen.